Okay. That is not how I sound. Okay. <laughs> I say okay. Okay. Or okay. So you know, so you know it. <laughs> Are we gonna mock each other? Yeah, I'm Jay, smooth Jay for the ladies. Hey. Ladies love a smooth Jay. Yeah, I didn't know. A ashy, but still smooth anyway. Hey, ashy but classy. Oh yeah, and I got that Instacart app for you. You know hey. how I do. You know I'm gonna get your groceries, boo. Ooh, I'll be laying down bars. Bars. Welcome to Mondays with A and J. <laughs> I'm A. And we are young, black, blackity, blackity, black, 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 negro, black, black, blackity people. <laughs> you got me sound like a cheerleader. Hey, I'm A. And welcome, Mondays and J. We are real people. Talk about real shit at work. You can't talk about at work. Real that and real people. Y'all already know what it is. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. It's Mondays. I'm A. You know who that is. I'm A and I'm J. <laughs> And we are the youngest and the blackest and the least professional motherfuckers talking about real shit at work that you can't talk about at work. You know what it is. Say it with us. Real shit, real jobs, and those real people. People! (laughs) Let's get into this shit now. Oh my God. Get it together. For one last time. <laughs> last episode, we revealed the true personalities of A and J outside of work. Well, on this episode, we'll have some guests discussing how they ended up out of work. But first, <laughs> we have this advertisement from our affiliate. People who want to start their own podcast keep asking us how we got our podcast on iTunes, Spotify, and all of these major platforms. But let me tell you a little secret there, guys. We use Buzzsprout. Buzzsprout is a great podcast host that will give you a great looking podcast website, get you listed on every major podcast platform, detailed analytics to see how people are listening, tools to promote your episodes, and much more. Following the link in the episode description lets Buzzsprout know we sent you. Get you a $20 Amazon gift card if you sign up for a paid plan and help support our show, Mondays with A&J. So join over 100,000 podcasters like us already using Buzzsprout to get their message out to the world. The team at Buzzsprout is passionate about helping you succeed. Click on the link and get started. Yeah. Okay. So y'all know we got the pink slip moment where we bring in the stories of the people who did dumb shit and had to get let go. Here's a story of our very own A and J. A and J from Mondays. Please step into your own office. Says you guys have been Mm. coming in late to work meetings, Mm. getting in arguments, Mm. creative differences, inactivity Mm. of your social medias, not really engaging with your followers. Lord, y'all horrible. Uh, Oh, oh, look at y'all working working on your real jobs now. Oh, (laughs) oh, y'all sporty now. Oh, y'all don't got Mm. no time for the podcast now. Changing what going through changing staff members, what y'all can't get along with nobody? Lord. 
uh, all these long breaks outside of work mm. podcast hours. Um, just taking forever to put out episodes, man. Shh. Mm. What's going on with y'all, man? But because of that, you already know, you you guys know the routine, man. But you know, best best of luck on you all's future endeavors. But for now, from you all <laughs> who are the management and staff here at Mondays with A and J, because you guys are A and J. <sighs> hate to do this, y'all. Y'all fired, man. Damn, we fired, y'all. But guess we gotta <sighs> see our way out. Bye. Okay, so last episode, we talked about switching up personalities to keep your job. But we are bringing on two special guests to talk about your job switching up on you. Introducing Mrs. C and Mr. Can't Get Right. Welcome, y'all. <laughs> What's going Thank on? Thank y'all to coming on. Uh, welcome uh, to Mondays with AJ. We're so happy to have y'all here. So let's get into the nitty gritty and get into the shit. So starting off with Miss C. Tell us a crazy story about when you've had enough at work and you quit. Go ahead and don't leave out any juicy details. So we are talking about a time where I quit a job where I was unhappy. Uh, you could have been happy or unhappy. <laughs> hmm, okay. <laughs> so my previous employer, I worked in a lab and I worked overnight, did it for about two years. Mm -hmm. And... <laughs> It just got to the point where I was super unhappy. Management was super unprofessional. Um, you were bringing them issues. They wouldn't hear you out. It was pretty much do as I say, and that's the end of the story. Um, like I said, I did, I did it for about two years. And eventually, I found that I was becoming unprofessional because I was unhappy at work. So I was in a position where I would show up late. Um, my work was suffering. I really didn't care about the quality of my work. And I knew that it was time to move on because no matter how wrong they are, at some point, if you become so unprofessional that, you know, you become unhirable, it's then on you. So I quit that job and it was the most freeing feeling that I've ever felt. And ever since then, I've never stayed at the job for more than a couple of months that made me unhappy. I think that situation taught me that if I'm, if I'm unhappy to just move on and not try to stay for a couple of years, just to, you know, provide stability for my resume or what have you. But yeah. That's a good point. That's a good point. You definitely don't don't force yourself to stay in a situation that you're unhappy or miserable in. There's no need to force yourself to stick through that, especially if you have the means to go elsewhere. Exactly. So how did you quit that job? Like, did you just like give it two weeks? Girl, no. Did so you just leave in a blaze of glory. <laughs> Listen, she said, girl, no. I pretty much went to the director and I had a conversation and I told him my issues and I made it clear that if they could not get right, then I was leaving. And in that meeting, he explained to me that they were not going to change their mm -hmm. ways. And I told him, this is the end. And that was it. There was no two-week notice. There was nothing. I, that day was my oh. last day. Oh, oh you left that day. <laughs> no, that right day. I, 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 <laughs> I said, uh, you're not yeah. getting right. <laughs> That's crazy. So you just gave him your badge or whatever you had to get back. Yeah, and that was it. I knew I couldn't stay, stick around for two weeks. Like, it's just not worth it at some point. Because I always tell people, we spend too much time at work to be unhappy. You spend the majority of your day yeah. at work, so you cannot be unhappy in that atmosphere. Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah, just as a resume. Listen. Yeah, just as a resume booster, that's not worth it. Exactly. You're sitting here for, it, it doesn't, at the end of the day, it doesn't matter if I'm sitting here extra two years, extra one year. A lot of companies want you to have, uh, like, 
a variety of experience anyways. So right. sitting at a, un, a job that you unhappy at, it's not going to be worth See, it. And, we just yeah, and I kind of discovered after I left, once I started like diversifying my resume, I actually started getting better positions because I wasn't stuck in like, you know, to doing one thing. I only know this because I've been right. with this company mm-hmm. for five years. So that actually helped me more than it hurt me. That's a great point. Because as millennials, we're not like our parents, our, you know, older people, older generations. We don't need to stay in our job our whole career. And we don't even need to stay in a job for a long time. Like, we're known as the generation where we hop from job to job because it doesn't take that long, honestly, for a lot of us to learn the skills that yes. we end up gaining. So we don't need to be there for three years to suck up to whoever from some mediocre pay. Like, that's not what we're about. Exactly. So that's a good point. So... Mr. Can't get right. <laughs> what did your job not get right in order to force you to quit? Man, listen. Mm. So this is an undergrad, right? So we I, uh uh at this like the school had like a little system uh that we could look for jobs on. So I just needed something uh until I think it was like that August. <clears throat> so I had something when I did the interview. The, the job was not necessarily what I expected it to be. So basically, I was working at hotels, just selling like like floaties and giving towels. And it was a dumbass job, honestly. <clears throat> and <laughs> honestly, where I was at, like, so me driving, right? Literally, I'm having to drive probably like 50 minutes to get to this job. It was toes there, and it was hot. I had to be outside. Just to sell some floaties. Huh? Yes. Sell some floaties and look at people having fun. No, look at people having fun. I wasn't even making much. I was like, bro, this shit is stupid. So. How much are you making? Bro, I think I was only making like eight fifty. <laughs> like, bro. Oh, no. That don't cover. That don't even cover the toes. Exactly. Right. I do not know what I was doing with this job. So, I think I was only there for probably like three or four weeks. And so like, you know, what'd you do? Huh? You just left? You just walked out the Listen, door? Listen, bro. It was one day, <laughs> one night I had got fucked up. When I say I got fucked up, dog, that shit was bad. <laughs> so. As in drunk? Wait, on the job? No, 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 no. The night before, like, no. Probably like you've never gotten drunk at work. <laughs> I have never gotten drunk okay. at work. That's never. crazy. It's not about me, this about y'all. Thank you. <laughs> oh, you done got drunk at work? <laughs> shit, they need to get rid of your ass. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's on another episode, y'all. Okay. <laughs> hey, I wanna, I wanna just be here listening to that one though. But nah, so I got, I got fucked up. So I woke up that morning. I was already late, and I was just like, you know what, bro? I ain't even going back to this shit. So I did not go back. Uh, I think they mailed me my last little check. And I think one of the managers, I had went to uh, Miami one weekend, and I think I seen him out there, but he wasn't trying to speak to me. But yeah. He didn't want to hire you back? I went away back. <laughs> <laughs> you was in Miami. He wasn't looking for you to pass out floaties? Hey, oh, see, so you got jokes. <laughs> <laughs> Bruh. So did you, what did they say back to you? Anything? What did they say? No. Like right when you quit? When you quit? No. I think uh, one of the dudes had, one of like the little managers had tried to call me that day. But then after that, it was just kind of like, it is what it is. And I feel like they understood because, like I say, that was a dumbass job. Who the fuck want to work there? So they probably just understood. <laughs> no. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> hey, you right, bro. But yeah, so 
that was actually my only time quitting the job and it wasn't no two week notice or letting them know that I was quitting. I just ain't go back. You know what? That two week notice should have some bullshit. Okay? Because it don't benefit us. Listen. It just benefit the job. Because who says if they at will and they could fire us at any time, why we got to give them notice? They don't give us a two week exactly. notice. They exactly. And then the thing professional. is, two of my previous jobs that I quit, I put them in two week notice and they didn't let me finish it out. They paid me for the remainder of the two weeks, but they didn't let me come back to work. Because I think they feel like you're not going to be productive or maybe you're going to harm their systems or just do anything within those two weeks because you know you're leaving. Honestly, shit, I wouldn't be. Twice, so. That's real shit, though, because I stopped giving them. Listen, bro. Right. I, if I'm going to quit, you think I'm going to be out here giving food? It's no longer part of your life. Exactly. Listen, that's crazy. <laughs> I, I, would like, I would like to say that um, for our audience, Jay here, I, I've always given my two-week notice. I wasn't like, uh, I was always professional. Yeah, but this you always jump from it. job to job too, nigga. Oh, let's get okay. the tea. <laughs> Mr. Can't get right to the tea. Listen. Um, let's go. Well, you know, he's definitely better than I am, you know, but he's he's yeah, able to do it. No, we're going to get to the next one. <laughs> so, uh, Mr. 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 Can't so, get right. Mr. Can't get right. Uh, how about you tell us a crazy story about how your ass not got fired? <laughs> which yeah, one? Let us know when the job had enough of you. Which one? I done got fired, man. All of them. All, All of them? Let's hear it. Shit. All right. Oh, so gosh. The first time I got fired was my first job. <laughs> the first time? <laughs> <laughs> hey, we could go down the list, man. I got time today. So... Uh, I was working at this uh, I was working at this shoe store and we were going through manager changes. Now, uh, the assistant manager at the time, me and that boy were butt heads because Jit was lazy. He ain't never want to do nothing. And then, you know, be trying to micromanage. So I'm like, oh, man, this nigga's a bitch ass nigga. So uh, what happened? I was in school. And so I told him I was just like, yo. I got class this day um, because he ended up becoming the head manager of that store. So I was like, yo, I got class on these days. You got me scheduled here. You know what I'm saying? I, I can't work those days. So could you get somebody to cover it for me? It was like, yeah. And this is when I found out human beings are actual fuck niggas. So I talked to him. He like, yeah, I got you. Don't worry about it. You know, cool. So it comes to that day, I'm pulling up to the school and I get a call from bruh. He like, yo, uh, what's up? I was like, what's good? He was like, uh, <laughs> you know, you had this uh, shift today. I was like, no, we talked about this on Friday. I showed you my school schedule and I told you I had class. You said you was going to find somebody for me. He was like, well, nah, that's your responsibility to find somebody to, uh, work for you, you know, since you are already scheduled. Uh, but don't worry. Uh, I'm gonna get somebody to cover it. So I was like, man, this nigga probably on some bullshit. So then he called me. Uh, after I get out of class, he was like, yo, could you come up here? And anytime if one of the managers call and ask you, can you come up there on your days off? You knew somebody was getting fired. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's like your girl. It's like your girl asking, can we talk? It's the same thing. Bruh. Or Tevin Campbell, you know. This man here wow. got me up there. Jit was just like, yeah, you know, that was a no call, no show. 
uh, yeah, so I'm going to have to let you go. I was, bruh, I was sitting there. I was like, bruh, how are you going to fire me? And I told you I had class. She was like, you know what? You should have found somebody, this, that, and the third. I was like, all right, whatever, bruh. So nigga got fired, but karma's a bitch because his ass got fired like two months later for uh, trying to (laughs) sell shoes. I'm not saying Yeah, that's what he deserves. Man, Mr. Can't Get Right got he got fired on his day off. Come on, why are we? Come on, but he didn't deserve it because the man should have been straight up with him. He should have been direct. He should have been like, you know what, you right then and there. Why did he be like, oh no, don't worry about it. I'll find someone. Like that was a bitch man. It was. That's why I wasn't mad. Hey, he got fired. Karma's a bitch. And what I will say for the record, a lot of times when I do get fired, karma always come back on the people that either (laughs) fires me or tried to fire me. You know what I'm saying? So I don't even be tripping off of it because I know I'm I know I'm a good worker. I know I'm good, not always the, you know, most punctual at times, but I get my work done. You know what I'm saying? So So for all these jobs you got fired for, were these like side jobs, like jobs you had in school, you know, nah. retail and stuff like that? Or was it like career jobs? Nah, they was part time. Like everything, anything that I've gotten fired for was a part time job. I got furloughed That's and funny. laid off, but you know layoffs don't that don't count. That was COVID. I can't I can't help that. Now what was happening or going to happen before that? You know what I'm saying? It's neither here nor there. But <laughs> whenever <laughs> I went into my last, so you was about to be fired before the furlough. Whoa, whoa, whoa! <laughs> Is that what you said? Whoa. See what you're not about to do. Yo. <laughs> I, yo, who prays? Who prays for the furlough? <laughs> hey, because we might save your life. Listen, boy. Hey, on the record, boy, it's laid off. It ain't fine. And that, and I got that. Um, <laughs> oh my god. That what you call it? Yeah, that, you um, can't get right. That oh, name is so listen, fitting. Listen, I'm trying to tell you. <laughs> you can't. I told you. The name is fitting. Listen, the name is very fitting. That's why I picked it. I see. <laughs> that's well, that's real. Miss Miss C. <laughs> Yeah, so do you yep. have any crazy stories and share them all of any? You know what? I don't have any crazy stories about me getting fired. I got my first time I getting fired was when I was nineteen and I worked for this large corporation in a fucking call center, y'all. A call center, like what? But anyway, have this manager who <laughs> this is something we don't talk about. So men don't know how to take rejection, but that's a whole nother podcast. Oh. Girl, you better preach, honey. Listen, especially in the workplace. So I had a manager who, um, like I said, I was 19 back then. So you know you're young, you real cute, like you bad. And so he Wait, had a little crush. So what did you know? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> she said when you nineteen, when you're young, you're real, you're real cute. cute. So I mean, you it's just get older. Oh, no, listen, when you are younger, you start getting- older men have a tendency of coming at younger women. And if you're a woman, you know this. Like, older men just love younger yeah. women. And so, I had a manager. Mm. No, that's because older women look stressed. Me. Wait, what you say? <laughs> I said older Don't women look stressed. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Anyway, <laughs> I had a manager who, um, like I said, he liked me. And the workplace just became super awkward because I'm 19. I'm looking at this 50 year old man like, why do you like me? Like, it's, it's nasty at that point. He's like, ew. So I'm kind of playing him off. And <laughs> it becomes harassment. Like, everything I did, there was an issue. Like, he was just nitpick with me. And finally, y'all, 
you know, you get to your boiling point and you go off. And I ended up getting fired because in a company's eyes, I cussed at my manager. But I knew that there was a backstory to that. Fast forward a couple of years Wait, later. So he was your manager. He was my manager, girl. He was my manager. Oh. Was he and married? He, he actually was Facebook friends with me at that time. No, he wasn't married. He was like divorced. He was like 50, y'all. He was like really, I mean, he was older at that time. Ugh. Right. Shit. <laughs> Listen, oh, you have money. That's a good question. Sorry, you're you're a call center manager. No. Oh shit. Hey, that boy <laughs> no. said he was bringing in that thirty five grand. Boy, <laughs> thirty five grand again. Good. What are you playing? <laughs> so yeah, hey, I he can do something for you. And... <laughs> Can't get right. I need you to act right. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> But yeah, I ended up getting fired. And but like Mr. Can't Right um can't get right said, like karma is a bitch because years later he ended up getting fired. And guess what he got fired for? Sexual, Sexual harassment. harassment. Yes. So it came back on him. And so I was like, Yeah, you yes. got me up out of there. I got fired. But years later, like the truth came out that you were sexually harassing people. So yeah. it worked out. But that was my one time getting fired. I've actually left every job that I've been unhappy at, thankfully. Oh goddamn. Now Honest question: Do y'all be leaving jobs before you know you' about to get fired? Yeah, yeah no, I ride that oh shit out. Oh my gosh! <laughs> <laughs> no, you can feel it when they're about to fire you because they stop giving you work. Like you're like, wow, my work is really dwindling. So you know it's coming. Um, mm. and I was just in that position, so I actually just started a new job last week. You guys, okay? So this oh, was the perfect episode. Yes. For me. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Um, I quit my job in the middle of the pandemic and people were like, you are crazy as hell. But it was like the best decision for me. So mm. um, earlier this year, I had an issue with my director, not even a manager, a director, where the company realized I was being harassed. Got so bad that the vice president came to me and he said, I now have an open door policy. Like, if you have any issues, come to me. You guys know, working in corporate America, that never goes down right. Like, if you have an issue no. with the director, even if they're reprimanded, right, like they're never going to treat you the same. Keep your mouth shut. <laughs> so from that point forward, exactly. Listen, I like from that point forward, it was just like hell for me working there. Like everything I did was like being like put under a microscope. And I just knew it was coming to an end. And so I decided they were trying for me to put in my two weeks because I was like, there's no way in hell that you guys are gonna fire me in the middle of a pandemic. Like there's just no way. So I put in my two weeks and I left. Tama, you yeah. was getting harassed at this job you know, too. It's always better to leave on your own terms. Yeah. I was being harassed because I it's told not. a white woman no. And if you ever notice, like, you cannot tell a white woman no in the workplace. It's just a girl. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> so we're just going to talk about girl, it and be honest. I got my. Yes. Yes. That is crazy. Hey, yeah, did you have right. a. Hey, did you have a story? You talking about something? Yeah. Right. <laughs> no, I mean. She sounds like she can, like. <laughs> What's the tea? You know what? <laughs> exactly. Um, you know. I won't get into too many details, but now I was agreeing with the whole you telling a white woman no. Yes. Like they don't like to hear that. They, they like, don't. what do you mean? Like they still think we back on like you know slave plantation times. Like, right. <laughs> it's like right. That's so, exactly um, the sentiment. It's like how dare you? Yes, I have that. I actually had that situation with my current supervisor now. Like I try to tell her no to something. She's just like, oh, um, what? And I actually had to use the words of somebody above her against her in order for her to back down. So, wow. you know, that's how they operate. But as far as me, um, I think I'm like Mr. Can't Get Right. I've quit 
Well, no, he said it got Yeah, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> His first story was quit. He quit one one job. No, I was going to say that all my part-time side jobs are ones that I've quit. Because, you know, those aren't meant to last forever. So right. I dip out of them when they just don't serve any more purpose. So I'm like, this money ain't doing me no good. Whatever, mm-hmm. whatever. Y'all asking for too much. Because I always think about, is what you ask me to do, does that match the pay? And if it don't, I mean, it's time to go. Right. So, um, you know... <clears throat> I quit Hollister because they told me to come work with like shorts on when it was winter time. I had to wear flip flops and I could only wear blue, gray, and white. What? <laughs> and so, and I did come to work drunk, which the can get right. I had a, hung- a hangover and I was folding the clothes at Hollister, you know, listening to that music and smelling that nasty, cheap perfume. So um, I quit that because obviously the lady, she was like, I'm going to write you up. And I was like, bitch, I'm in college. I'm, oh. I'm not in college to be a Hollister manager. So right. coming to work, drunk is, is hungover too. <laughs> yeah, I was hungover. Yeah. Oh, well then, yeah, uh, I did that shit too. But, yeah, yeah, I was still under the influence. Uh, but yeah, I don't like when managers do that. Like, don't threaten me with a write-up on a part-time job when this is not my end goal. Like right. Like, I'm not stressing myself no for $10 problem. an shit. hour. This shit ain't even for to go on the resume. You. No, <laughs> nobody <laughs> ever know I worked there. <laughs> so after that, I was like, well, girl, I got an internship with NASA, so I'm about to dip for summer. Bye. Like, okay. Privilege. So, you know, Stun on her. Hit him with that one, too. Privilege. <laughs> um, so that's another job. I'm trying to think. There was one time... Um, where I quit one, I was a science birthday party entertainer in Atlanta and for children, for children, not adults, y'all. And so um, I would go to these people's houses and I would perform and be like this crazy mad scientist for kids. And so the guy that I worked for, he was like a sleazy man. He had these two businesses and he, he always paid me straight cash. Like, oh I never filled out any forms. I don't think he paid taxes. Like, I would oh, meet was... him at the ATM, y'all. Yeah, he was he selling drugs the out the back. <laughs> right. <laughs> he would it go was to a the cover. ATM, pick, take out my money, hey. and he would pay me. And the way and the way it even worked is when I got the payment from the parents who did the, who um who requested the party, they would, like, pay me and put it in my account, like the check or Square app or whatever. And then I was supposed to transfer the money to him. Oh, he was pimping oh, no. you up. And then keep the portion that was mine. He huh? was pimping you for science parties. <laughs> no, he but it was good money though. Like I was making a hundred dollars an hour. What? Just oh. hour shows plus tips. So I didn't care. I was like, whatever. I don't care what you're doing illegal. Let me get this money before I go to grad school. And so I was doing it. And then one day he pulled up on one of my shows at the house, right? Talking about, oh, he wants to show me how to do it right. Mind you. I had been in, get, been getting um, great feedback from every single you know household that I went to. Like the parents loved me, the kids loved me. They were they were referring me to other parents. Like I was the only reason why his business was still going. But for some reason, he wanted to show up at my party, and he was like, "Well, he was like, I'm a, I'm gonna show you, I'm gonna do it." And I was like, okay. So he is the math scientist. Mind you, he's like a 50-something-year-old man, big man, too. He looks kind of creepy. So kids, that's not fun. That's scary. All right. You're scared so of him. he's pretending to be... Right. He pretended to be a whole math scientist, putting on the whole little act or whatever, does the whole party. I'm like, well, if you're going to do that and you're not going to pay me, because basically stole my pay, because I was supposed to work that party. So I was pissed. I sit on the sidelines and everything like that. At the end of the party he did all by himself, the mom was 
pissed. And she told him straight up, she was like, I don't think this was good at all. The kids didn't enjoy it. Like, <laughs> so he tried to blame it on me. And I said, first of all, this was all you. I said, you suck. <laughs> like, and then he tried to, and then he was like leaning towards sounding like he was going to like fire me. And so before like those words could come out of his mouth, I was like, you know what? I said, fuck this shit. I'm about to go off to grad school. I went to my car, got my little lab coat. Got my little costume, got all the experiments, and put it in the driveway of the people's house right in front of him. <laughs> and he was like, but wait, what about my money? Because remember, y'all, I would always take the checks, and at the end of the weeks, I would send him his portion. <clears throat> oh, he do sound like a mine. pimp. I told you. Right. but this, So he was like, make sure you send my portion in. And I said, fuck that shit. And I kept his money and my money and the money I would have made from that Oh show. my gosh. And I knew he could never, I knew he Damn. could never get me for it because he don't pay taxes. So like, who you gonna call? Damn Bill and Aisha. You can't tell on me for stealing money. You don't When you're taxes. stealing money your damn self. Right. So I already knew he didn't have nothing to fall back on. And he was calling me and texting me. I ignored him, blocked him, delete. And then he started calling me from uh, fake numbers. It just was a whole thing. And I had to tell him I was going to call the police and the IRS on him. And then he stopped. So. Wow. <laughs> she went to so the that's extreme. That's how I quit, y'all. Yeah, you quit with a bang, clearly. Right. I got to. Because, you know, when, when people push you to that edge, it's like you just, all rationality goes out the window. You just right. like, this shit. I don't need this. And see, that's why I leave before I get to that point. Because I know me. I will get to that point. I'm you. So I get it. Completely get it. Yes, you be mm. you be like da da da. <laughs> Wait, so have y'all popped off on anybody before y'all quit or fired? Oh my nah. gosh, yes. <laughs> oh lord, let's hear, Missy. <laughs> so, in my previous um, position where I told y'all the one that I just quit, um, when I decided to quit, they brought a whole bunch of people in because I think they felt like it was going to lead to a lawsuit because I already had the harassment case. And so they brought everyone in when I decided to quit. So we're sitting in this boardroom and they're basically trying to make me feel like I haven't been doing my job because like I said, I felt like they were going to fire me. I felt it coming. And so, you know, they bring up all their grievances with me and I just went off. I was just like, you guys have let me sit here for months knowing that I've been harassed. You had one talk with her and did nothing after that. And I'm just eating them up about their company, how they aren't doing things right, how the company is going to go under in a couple of years because it's some bullshit. They have FDA like... It's just a mess. And so I just ate them up and they were all just like sitting there speechless. And I was like, yeah, I can never come back here ever again because I just lost my shit on these people. So yeah, I definitely went off and let them have it. Like everything I've ever felt that I held in throughout my employment, I let it hang all out. And there's nothing they could say because all of it was valid. So I felt better after I got off my chest, but I know that I'm no longer like rehirable. I know that for a fact. out sometimes. Mr. Can't Get Right, you always keep your composure. Yeah, I ain't, I'm not one of those people. Like, yeah, I'll probably let it get to, you know, me getting fired, but I ain't gonna mess up the bag before the bag is, you know, before it ends up messing okay. up yourself. It, it sounds like you messed it up to be fired. Oh, though. I definitely did now, <laughs> Just, but I'm still gonna get that paycheck today. Hey, they gonna have to get me up out of there. <laughs> I feel you. Not, you gotta move me. But yeah, I ain't I ain't <laughs> Yeah, in the workplace, nah, I ain't really that type of person to like snap on nobody because I don't know, it's I'm not finna give you that energy either. You know what I'm saying? Like if you're trying to be especially in some of these like uh corporate environments, like that you're not even gonna get the reaction that you think that you're gonna get. 
because a lot of their their games are played in a sneaky way, you know. So they're gonna try to be sneaky just exactly. to get at you, and you snap on them. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like you know you still because they just gonna play the victim anyway. So it's like I ain't even got time to be doing all of that. Right. It's kind of like you let them win when you do that. Yeah. Yeah, and then you and then they get to sustain the stereotype of angry black woman, yes. angry black man. They don't know how to control themselves. See, this is why we don't hire them. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's kind of like you don't want to feed into that if you don't have. And to. I'm already tall and, and big. another thought. <laughs> black, tall and big. You know what I'm saying? So that's a big target on my back anyway. So let me go off, man. Mm-hmm. Shit, fuck security. But it they gonna call you the have to consider on that part. It's unfortunate, but it's life. And in in my head, I'm always like, I don't know who else I'm gonna see at the top. So that's kind of why I've always tried to. If I was gonna leave, it as Mister Get Right said or Can't Get Right said, I'm always leaving a job. So when I do leave a job, I'm always cognizant of knowing, okay, if I see this person at the next job, how are they gonna view me? Like, what what are they gonna say that's gonna make make my new situation or new environment an uncomfortable one for me now? So that's kind of why I try to at least be. I try to at least be civil on my way out. Mm-hmm. See, but and you plus, know like what? Especially if you're in the same industry. But, but right. And see, I was going to bring that up because what? I like, so my industry is super small. And when I left the job that I just left, I'm trying to like leave out the name. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> but when I left the job, That's I just okay, left. Okay, we'll leave it out. Okay. <laughs> I got a call like a couple weeks ago because I'd already taken this opportunity here. I relocated to a whole different state now. But um, I got a call in Atlanta. And when I saw the manager's name, I was like, that name sounds super familiar. And when I got to the interview, do you guys know that it was a manager from my previous company? He had also left. Mm-hmm. And the whole company oh, knew what was happening to me. Yeah, the whole, that's an offline conversation, eh? But <laughs> the whole company knew what was happening with me. And so he reached out to me. And as soon as I showed up to the interview, he said, oh my gosh, it's you. And I was like, yeah, it is me. Like, I was like, I knew that your name was familiar. So he interviewed me. He offered me the position. Unfortunately, the money wasn't, it just wasn't there. But after that experience, I felt like, yes, I went off and I was completely wrong, but everyone around me knew what was happening. And he had enough confidence to actually call me and want me to work for his new company. So I was like, okay, so my reputation Mm -hmm. isn't completely ruined. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good point because you, I think there's a difference between flipping out off of something petty or minor and then something as serious as sexual, you know, harassment or sexual holding your ground. Yeah. I think that's different because how can somebody be like, well, yeah, you should have just been okay with it or kept calm like in those situations it's hard to do that Uh so i think that's understandable right i have a question then for all of you all uh what would you have done differently to avoid like the firings um you know having like you know just getting to that breaking point of even wanting to leave like what looking back what would you guys have done differently i think for Uh, me personally maybe i would have reported what was happening Instead Mm -hmm. of allowing it to build up to the point where I'm angry and I'm going off for being unprofessional. So I think a lot of times Mm -hmm. just communicating. But sometimes, um, like Mr. Can't Right gets said, when you're the little fish, you feel uncomfortable going to your higher ups because you feel like, you know, they aren't Mm going to really hear me out or I'm going to be seen as someone who complains all the time. So I think just communication can solve a lot within the workplace. Mm -hmm. Mr. Can't Get Right? Uh, I say I'd probably quit. I should have quit. You know, because each of them. So each situation, of course, were different. But uh, um, but 
especially so uh, out of the last two, well, from the firing and the layoff, I was put on a performance plan. And you can always you can always know that if you're put on a performance plan and that's just their uh, that was just their you way of the yeah, that's just their way of trying mm-hmm. to justify that they're going to fire you. Um, and it was just kind of because even still not. And I would say not give them a reason, because even still, like with one of them, like I was great performance wise with what I was doing. But like I say, I was I wouldn't come in on time and I would call out a lot. But it was a part time job. So but, you know, with the being late, of course, he used that against me to be able to say, all right, well, you know, and they usually end up using that verbiage to be like, oh, well, you know, he's being late and then they'll just throw in uh, he's not performing well. You know what I'm saying? Just to try to slide that in there, even if your performance is well, you know, it's just something to make it seem like you're not doing. But I would say just not give them a reason uh, and that's like I say, being punctual. That's really what wow. always my biggest thing is. Why do you, why do you think you decided to stay even after the performance uh, plans? Because they were kind of foreshadowing, right? So uh, the first one, I I enjoyed the environment, so I didn't necessarily enjoy working in that department. But I was uh, so like I say, that was a part time position, and I was trying to move. Uh, I was trying to move to a different department. So I was staying just to try to see if that would work out. Uh, but of course, once you got that tag on your back, which I didn't, I didn't notice that, or I didn't figure that out until like my first actual, you know, career job that when you do have that, uh, when you do have that, it's basically, you basically putting a mark on your back and nobody's gonna, gonna want to touch you. You know, so I was staying just hoping that I could be able to move around uh, and still be. And of course, like I'm in school, like I ain't got no bread. I don't have nothing to be able to like I can't just live off of off of student loans. You know what I'm saying? Like I needed to survive, you know, so I was like it, it was more so a survival thing. And same thing with the other one before the layoffs. It was like, you know, I can't just up and quit this job without a backup plan, you know. And of course, I wasn't as diligent putting in a lot of different applications because of with each of those jobs, neither the jobs and even the job that I have now goes along with my resume. I'm not my resume, my bad, my degree. Uh, mm-hmm. So I don't necessarily know what to go for. Like, I can try to get stuff that's related to what I'm doing, but you know, I don't necessarily know I'm doing something different until I get granted that opportunity. So I'm staying there just to make sure that I'm still good, because if I just up and quit and I ain't got no backup plan or nothing to fall back on, it's kind of like, all right, then I'm I'm ass out. You know, so that's why it's like, all right, well, if you're going to fire me, you're just going to have to figure out when you're going to do it. And then I'll figure it out from there. But I'm not just going to up and lose out on this paycheck for this time period, you know, uh, just because you feel like you want to get me out of here. Hmm. Yeah. That's a good I, way to I, look I, at I it. I've say, never considered I, that. Yeah, I would say that's a good perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think I've been in, in those situations where even even though you don't like what's going on, you're just trying to push through and you just be sitting there like burned out wanting to do something else, but instead it's kind of like, all right, well, I don't know where else to go. Mm-hmm. Or it's like, especially like during COVID, like 
with Miss C, like le- leaving a job during COVID is that that takes a lot of cojones, like to just leave a job in the middle of a pandemic mm-hmm. when so many people are just losing their jobs in general. So when you get right. caught up in a, a position where it's like, I don't know what to do, but I don't like my job. And you almost feel forced to because I'm sure it's plenty of people like that. It's like I have bills, so I'm forced to stay and just put up right. with a job that I'm not even happy about. Like, why am I here? I wish I could do something. else. Right. So it's definitely a luxury to even have the ability to just move around and have those options. Yes, that's very yeah. true. That's survival mode. And on that note, we want to thank y'all, Miss C and Mr. Can't Get Right. Hopefully we get right after this podcast. <laughs> Are we good thank now? Thank you for being here with us on Mondays with A and J. We appreciate y'all for running out our last episode of the season. If y'all want to be a guest on the show in the future, hit us up in our DMs or at mondayspodcast at gmail.com. Thank y'all. We appreciate you. You are welcome. Yeah, I appreciate y'all for having me on. Save yourself that trip to the market. Instacart delivers groceries in as fast as one hour. They connect you with personal shoppers in your area to shop and deliver groceries from your favorite stores. There are multiple stores available with all the products you love, such as Pop-Tart, my favorite, (laughs) Instacart even highlights deals to help you save money. Follow the link in the episode description to get free delivery on your first order over $35. I need the money, man. $35. (laughs) Let, Let Instacart know we sent you and help support our show. Do we have mail? You got email. Hey, yes, somebody in IDMs. We got a questione from, is that Spanish? <laughs> we have a le question from Allison Jacobs out of Houston, Texas, baby. She said, how do you know when it's time to leave a job? How do you know, Jay? When when them gray hairs coming in, <laughs> when when it's when it's, <laughs> hey I've been there. When it's more when it's more stressed than for the best, like you know when when the money just not adding up to to the BS that you're going through. Um, when when your mental health, when you feel like you're content, when your mental health is declining, it's it's time to go and try to move and see what what else is is out there. Yeah, that's true. What about that's you? True. Yeah, I mean. Same things. Like, if it's not working for you, and like um, our guest, Miss C, said, like, there's no need to stay in a job where you're unhappy or you're miserable. There's mm-hmm. no need to force that upon yourself. There's too many opportunities out here, and you got to believe in yourself enough to know that you can go after another one. So if it ain't working for you, that's okay. Go ahead and take that time and um, and know that there's something better out there for you. I know that I've left jobs because of those same reasons. I just wasn't happy. Mental health might have been harassed on the job, like Miss C said it as well. Mm-hmm. Um, or sometimes I'm like, you know, I'm not being challenged enough. I'm not being stimulated enough. I want to learn more or I feel like there's no more room for me to move up. Some jobs limit your upward mm-hmm. mobility. And for those who are ambitious, like, you know, A&J and Miss Allison Jacobs, you want more for yourself and you want to keep growing. So... If it's not offering you that opportunity, then it's definitely time to dip. So that's when you know. And most of the time people do know, they just got to go ahead and pull the trigger. So thank you, Allison Jacobs, for your question. If you guys have any more questions or need advice about anything, uh, hit us up at uh, mondayspodcast at gmail.com. Hey. 
bringing y'all live from Music Monday. We got y'all through the beginning of the day. Now here's some new music to get you for the rest. Bringing you Country Thuggin' by musical <laughs> artist Lil Lee Lee and MC Dirty Dan. Hey, very own Lil Lee. Follow her on IG and all social media at Monday's Podcast because I won't give out her private one. Anonymous, you feel me? Hey, man, check out that trash-ass song, man. Just my daddy wrote that song. No, we wrote that song. My daddy produced it. <laughs> nah, nah, you said it right the first time. Another episode in the books. We still on Spotify, still on Apple, still on Google. Every platform that you can find podcasts, we there, man. I'm just, I'm just yeah, trying to tell you, we, we, we yeah, still there. You know what I'm saying? Shit, we ain't going nowhere. Hey, man. The website mondayspodcast.com. Subscribe to the podcast to see any future endeavors. Yeah, but let me let me leave y'all with that Monday's quote. I wake up every morning and quit my job. <laughs> then I get ready for work. Oh shit. <laughs> That's real as fuck. That's real as fuck. Cause everyone in my head, I'd be like, come on, bitch ass. My ass right back at work. Every time. Well, thank y'all, thank y'all for wrapping up season two with us. And uh, what I heard through the grapevine was, you know, it might be a little something called late night with AJ coming y'all way. So stay tuned and follow us to keep up with what we doing. And on that note, Y'all be blessed and not motherfucking stressed. We go! Hey, Monday's at 8 and 7. Yeah, you have to know. <laughs> and. This is a Mondays with A&J and the Plug Agency production.